Hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, CJ and Josh here. Uh, just, I guess, kind of a pre-show intro. Um, a lot of thoughts, love, and prayer to uh, Damar Hamlin and his family. Uh, I, I think everybody's pretty aware of what happened, but if you're not, um, he, Damar Hamlin's an NFL player for the Buffalo Bills and making a tackle on Monday night, um, got up from the got up from the pile and took a few steps back and then collapsed on the field and ended up needing CPR right on the field and um, having to be taken away by ambulance. And at the time of recording, he's still in critical condition. So um, I think it's important to recognize. Um, not only the parts of this that um, nothing that a lot of things that we take for granted um, in life can kind of be taken away at any time but also it's good to maybe spend some time to learn what kind of person that he is and um, just the the things he was doing for his community and um I feel like there's been a lot of like outpouring love and support for him. Um, so it's, it'll be really cool for him to hopefully get to see that. Um, but yeah, it, it really just, we know that we like to kind of mess around on this show all the time and make a lot of jokes and just kind of have a good time. So kind of just wanted to start things off with this and kind of just give a quick shout out to all those involved before we really get rolling. So I uh, appreciate you guys listening with us and uh, lots of love and prayers to Damar Hamlin and his family. Okay, let's uh, throw it back to ourselves and we'll just uh, your regular scheduled programming. So I saw this um, this article headline two days ago. Um, it was at J. It was this the story coming out of uh, JFK Airport, which I believe is. Do you know where that is? I think it's in New York. Yeah, New York. Um, TSA finds gun parts hidden in peanut butter jars at JFK Airport. <laughs> they were Jif. It was Jif. So, <laughs> so did someone have like? Are you saying that? Someone just had a fucking bag full of jars of peanut butter that had pieces of a gun in it? Is that what you're saying? A Rhode Island man was arrested recently after TSA agents discovered parts of a disassembled semi-automatic handgun disguised within two jars of peanut butter in his luggage. You can fit an entire (laughs) pistol within two jars of peanut butter? parts of a disassembled pistol. But did it have enough parts to put it all together and... Yeah, I don't. Th- I, mean, I don't think there's that many parts to a handgun. But they must have been. I mean, think about a jar. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's Jif. Fuck. Was there any peanut butter in the jar? Yeah. So they. 
I had it like shoved in peanut butter. Oh, bro. <laughs> that looks like a shit post. That does not look real. It's real though. Well, you look at it. There's only. I mean, it's you've got the stock of the gun. You got the clip. Yeah. And then you got the well, that fucking the the part like the part you hold like the most the biggest part of the gun. How does that fucking fit in a jar of peanut butter? I don't know. I guess they make them pretty small. They. I mean, they make pretty compact handguns. Yeah. But I just, that's scary I just as fuck though. But also, it's it's really not scary because it's like that's so fucking dumb. Like, why would you think that that would be a way to get that into an airport? I wonder if that's ever happened before. Like, and when it happened, how like what alarm was raised? Like they saw a jar of peanut butter go through the machine, I guess. And the weight probably didn't match up to being there being a jar of peanut butter. Because I wonder about those machines. Do they have like? Special vision to see through stuff, or is mm-hmm. it just? Yeah. So, um, yeah, they can, they can like it's like an X-ray essentially, um, but the peanut butter might block that out. I don't know if that was the thinking, but like for example, if you had something theoretically like weed that you wanted to bring back from, if you were in Colorado and you were coming back here, you could put it in a bag that has like you could wrap it in like tin foil or something because that's going to like deflect the so for example in this theoretical example you could put it in like a cough drop bag and then you could just put that cough drop bag in your bag and then when they x-ray it it won't be able to see inside of it because the cough drop bag's interior is like aluminum foil almost huh. but I feel like the difference with that is the weight still matches up like they're not like I don't think you can just like shove a gun and like wrap it in tinfoil and then you know it's just gonna be okay. I wonder if he had done something. I wonder if he had hid something in peanut butter before, and that's what's or like I don't. I mean, it's hard to say, but I don't think he was doing it to inflict harm in the airport. Well, I mean, a gun. I mean, gun and peanut. What do you butter. think he just needed to bring it wherever he was going? Well, because I think there's a way to legally check firearms, right? I'm trying to think, because like, like think if you move to Alaska, and you have you're coming from Virginia, and you have weapons, like you have rifles, and right? Stuff. But I feel like that's not done at the airport. I feel like that would be some kind On of a separate weird location. express package, you know? Right. But I've also I've like heard, people go on hunting trips and shit, right? Like that's a thing. Yeah, but, but you definitely can't do it at the air. You can't have a gun in the airport at all like so this is you may transport unloaded firearms in a locked hard sided container as checked baggage only okay so you wear the firearm and or ammunition to the airline when checking your bag at the ticket counter so you can bring it but it has to be empty and has to get checked out well that makes sense because checked you're not hold like you just hand it to them and then they put it at the bottom of their possession so it's like nothing bad can it well but I mean, you don't shove a gun, you don't shove a gun in a can of peanut butter if you don't have some kind of that's a felony. Yeah, yeah, a gun in an airport. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad news. That's no fly. Especially list. fuck yeah, oh yeah. Probably permanently a gun in the airport, especially like that. Like fucking, you're hiding it. Yeah. It's one thing if you just you have a gun on you and it's like, hey, you're a fucking idiot. Why do you have that on you? It's like, oh shit, I'm an idiot. That's why. But like you, you actively are like, okay, I'm gonna Smuggling hide this. It. Yeah. But it's like, that has to be, you want to kill people in an airport. Why else? Like, what else would ever be the point of doing or you're, Or you're, or you already have a felony and you're not allowed to own a firearm and you're traveling somewhere where 
You know what I mean? Because mm. I mean, people people use firearms for protection if they're even if it's an unregistered firearm or if they're illegally like not able to hold one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're a convicted felon, because I'm pretty sure you can't own a firearm. Yeah, I guess. But in Jif peanut butter, I feel like could have had a better effort than that. I'm glad they didn't, though. I guess. One time, <laughs> one time I was at an airport with my dad, and the the like drug slash bomb sniffing dog like thought he had something on him, so he had to go through like a completely Your separate dad? line. Yeah, it's really funny, dude. Because the like, dog got at him. Yeah, so uh, this was in must have been Las Vegas, and we okay. were, and they just like as you're like right before you go through security, there's a dog that just like. As you walk by, it just like walks past you to see if it's like if you're cool. And so I walked past and it walked past me. And then my dad goes and I just like I hear it like I hear its claws like it's like really trying to get. <laughs> but I guess he just he just liked him because he had to go through this whole separate line. <laughs> and he was just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything. Yeah. And then so they just like they let him through, obviously. But like he had to go through and they had to like. Usually, you just put your backpack on and it goes through the machine, but he had to, like, somebody had to specifically go through it and, like, open it up and look through all the pockets and stuff. It was oh, pretty funny. I wonder how often that happens, like, how, how often dogs have, like, um, false triggers. You know what I mean? Probably heard- a lot. I mean, you know, not it's obviously not a ton because it just, I had watched, like, 60 people walk past it with no problem. That was just me watching in that time period. I've heard of, well, I've heard... And like, um, like highway situations, if you get pulled over and they think you have, you have something illegal in your car, I've heard of situations where the victim or whoever thinks that the police give like a signal word to the dog to make them act as if there's something on there to warrant them searching the car. You know what I mean? I feel like I've heard that before. I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I don't know. Have you ever gotten pulled out? Of line at like TSA or anything to get searched? Um, no, I I did do a dumb thing though. I left a water bottle in my bag, and they were like, "Sir, you can't have this." But like, obviously, I was like, "Oh, just throw it away," yeah. and then they were fine. Like, I feel like as long as you just like the dog thing was a weird circumstance, but like overall, it's like TSA is so easy if you just shut your brain off. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you follow the rules beforehand. Like, I like to check, you know, like, I'm, like, Google, like, what I'm allowed to bring. Because, like, sometimes I'm, like, a little confused on, like, weird stuff, like, like, like packing a razor to shave or something. You know, like, stuff like that is a little weird. But I feel like you can just Google it, find out what you can and can't have, and then just, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I've gotten randomly, like, because they do, they'll pick random people. That's happened to me a couple of times. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's never happened to me. I... Yeah, I also found it strange, like, you can just carry, like, uh, vape pens on, and nobody cares. I used to think, like, that would be, like, something that was, like, really not okay, but I'd be like, they just don't give a fuck. I guess it's just nothing bad can happen with it, but... It might have been, like, that at the early days of vaporizers and stuff. Yeah, I, feel like I, I don't, so I don't mean necess- even necessarily just weed, just like in general, like yeah. just vapes. Is, it just seemed like something you wouldn't be able to take on a plane with you. But and now like, they're more popular than cigarettes, it seems like. Yeah. So that's probably why they're... Because I'm sure airport employees 
Yeah. Have them, right? Yeah. And, like, some airports have, like, smoking areas. Like, I know Las Vegas does. I think D.C. might have a smoking area. And somewhere else I had a layover in. Huh. Maybe Denver. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But what I do know is that it's fucking January 6th, and we're back. Episode 12, Good Fridays, Just the Boys. I'm feeling great today. I'm feeling like we got a good episode coming. We're here, man. I'm excited. It's a big day. It's a huge day. It's the biggest day in American history. It's not, but it's recent. I mean, it's the biggest day of 2021. Is that fair to say? Or wait, 2022. What year is it now? It yeah, was yeah, 2021. yeah, yeah. No, it was 2022, January of 2022. Right? No, it's been two years. It's been two years. Yeah. What the fuck? Time flies, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it was fucking yeah. Because Donald Trump was still like he was getting out of office then. That's right. Yeah, 2021. Who's your favorite person who got who lost their job because of QAnon? Because of QAnon or J six, J six. I feel like the I feel like um, you know, you've got like the answer everybody has with the guy with the horns on his head. I feel like he was like the the yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just asked because I know that the voice actor for Jimmy Pesto on Bob's Burgers, which is one of my favorite shows, is no longer with the show because he was involved with January oh, 6th, real? which is so funny because he was like a main character. And now he's just like... They still have, they still make new episodes. He's just not yeah, there. Yeah, he's just not in it. Damn. It's crazy. Like, they just had to fucking write him out because... And like he appeared in the movie, but he did, had no lines. <laughs> so was... Was he just in... Was he in the Capitol? Like, do you know what yeah, the... Yeah, I, I don't... I don't... I know, like, he was, like, very, very involved with it. So, I would assume he was in the Capitol. Wow. But that's crazy, dude. Like, he was, like, a staple on that show. And it's so much so that you couldn't just, like... Like, just change his voice, you know? But, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that's, like... It was so crazy to hear that. Because, like, I had kind of noticed that he had dropped off as a character. And then I, like... Something popped up that was like, oh, so you didn't even know why? No, or you did, you I, I sort of know. I, I can't say I was like, I had like woke on it, but I did kind of notice like he was like, you know what it was when I saw the movie. I noticed he didn't have any lines in the movie, and I thought that was weird. Huh. And then I found out he was involved with January six. So I think I I think I saw a stat today or yesterday saying that there's been just under a thousand people uh, arrested or prosecuted from. From that, from that, and we're two years removed for it. And I, I would think they're still probably. Do you think they're still getting people? I mean, maybe. I mean, if it they're was closing pretty, in on a thousand. It was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I. How many people were there? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Probably more, like two thousand. Well, I'm also that maybe not that it got into the capital, right? Because that that's what that I'm thinking. Because that was another thing I was thinking about in the last couple of days leading up to this was where, where does the line get drawn for people who were there being journalists, mm-hmm. whether you were with a company or you were independent, like, is there any leeway for anybody who was just there documenting stuff? Because I mean, there's videos. Even if they and, went into the Capitol, you mean? Yeah. So like videos that are out now that news networks are showing 
that are videos from people like inside the Capitol, are those videos from people who got prosecuted and they just posted the videos mm. or are they journalists? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, probably if you were inside the Capitol, like, cause that's you probably, probably got, trespassing. Yeah. Right? That's, that can't be legal. Um, and are that's they interesting though? Cause it's like, well, and also how many of them were government plants? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that are now like they got arrested quotes, air quotes. Or, or even just, they don't even have to be government plants, right? They could just be plants from big tech companies or... Could be anything. Anything, right? But I, the bigger picture is like, or what's interesting to me is how QAnon like caused something like that to happen, right? Like there's, it's an online conspiracy taken to the point that there were thousands of people in the, in the capital. Like that, it just blows my mind. Um, that's it's not good <laughs> but it's revolution yeah. it's the people rev- revolting against the government Yeah, which is crazy because it was all, I feel like it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't shown to us that way I guess because revolution almost has like a positive connotation which that was not a positive thing yeah I feel like it was almost more looking like, look at these fucking psychopaths that are doing this, but it was revolution the same way that other protests that got out of hand were revolution. Does that make sense? No. I don't know. I'm like really trying to toe around this because I don't want to just sound like I'm sticking up for the QAnon people. <laughs> like they're <laughs> fucking, they are fucking psychopaths. So like, it's a good thing that, that <laughs> they're labeled that way. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, like how much, how much hmm. I, I, and I, I don't, I don't want to say like, I don't want this to become like a, which one of these, events are good and which one is bad but I just felt that there were protests happening before that that also really fucking went off the rails um, like when the fact that there were like you know like buildings being fucking burned down and shit in cities and I feel like that was painted less like these are a bunch of fucking psychopaths as the January 6th thing was I think I think that's an accurate statement. I think part of the reason that was the case is the majority of people um there's a group of people saying that it was a stolen election and I think it was just different there were the motives were different for the reasoning. Yeah, I think that's true. The riots or the protests you're alluding to before I feel like was very socially charged and the majority of people agreed with the protests that were going the masses agreed with the protests that were going on uh, yeah with that. that's fair and with the january 6th situation i feel like the masses were on the other side right right i i guess that's i guess that's what i guess that's all it, it really is um and like i said one's not good and bad like there's not it's not like that it's just 
tricky, man. It is very tricky, right? And it's like, like, I guess let's just try to circle back and maybe jump to a different part of this. But like QAnon <clears throat> is fucking insane that that led to that. Have you seen the QAnon documentary on, on HBO? I have not. You've seen it, right? Yeah. Well, not the most recent because they just came out with another one that follows a family who I think is still like believes in that shit. Which I've seen stickers for that on cars before, which is insane. But um, no, it's just like it. It pretty much shows you who it is, and like, it's like literally just this just, spoiler. It's like just this dude who's just like fucking with people. Like that's the whole thing. It was all nothing, you know. Yeah. Which is like terrifying, and is what makes the internet so terrifying. <laughs> is like. This dude just is like fucking with people and it caused people like it. People believed in in it enough that they went insane for lack of a better term. Like what, what was making, what do you think it was that was made? Was it, was it mental health? Was it, were they um, like social outcasts? Did they not have, they didn't have anything else to put all their time and energy into and they found that like, there's part of that. It's like a cult, you know? Um, I think, and do I think that the government was very aware of the situation and tried to use it to their advantage? A hundred percent. Like Donald Trump was aware and did things. Like there's that <laughs> there's that clip of like these people like holding a Q sign up at one of his rallies and he like points at them. <laughs> and it's like, you think he doesn't fucking know what he's doing, dude? Like that's hilarious. <laughs> but it's like, I just feel like. I imagine, I, haven't, I didn't see that clip, but I'm imagining that and it seems, that's. <laughs> What I'm imagining seems funny to me. It is. It's hilarious. But it's like, you don't think he, like, you know, it's like, it's, I feel like it's silly to think he was just completely ignorant of what was going on. Right. It's not like he's, it's not like he's locked in a box. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but I, I think, and what was so scary and crazy about it is that it, it, it was essentially like about the left, right? And how Donald Trump was like going to be the savior. It was almost like a a collection of different conspiracy theories going as far as like, you know, eating babies for, to stay young and shit. Like there's like this elitist group that the documentary. Yeah. Well, the QAnon in general. Oh, okay. Um, and this, this guy QAnon was supposed to be like someone who was so high up in the government that he knew all of these things. And was sharing it to the people. But. But. And at the same time like. Conspiracies like that can snowball so fast. Because the left. Like if it's. If it's something about the left. They're just going to fucking deny it. And push it back. Like no that. that, There's no way that's true. But it almost makes it like. Because then you have more firepower. Of being like. Well they're just trying to hide. Obviously they're going to fucking. You know, versus if they just, I, is it one of those situations where it almost hurts you by denying it versus if you just paid it in a mind? Yeah, absolutely. Cause it's just like, Oh look, they're making a big deal out of it. Like they obviously hear us. So, and you're giving it attention by doing that. Yeah. Huh? Which is like, I, I can't blame people for denying that, but at the same time, like, it just gives them more firepower and like I get it's hard to say the people that like were very deep in QAnon were dumb 
it was almost more like it was more like a cult right like it was like them not mind control necessarily but they were like kind of under this control of this person and even when they would get something horribly fucking wrong they would have some way of weaseling out of it how they just like oh well they caught wind of this so they changed it at the last second or something and people would believe it also the people just love fucking Donald Trump too much they interview a few of them and the one dude's like I got two pictures in my house the Lord is the highest up and the second highest is Donald Trump it's like bro you gotta calm down why do you think that it like what makes him so um I agree when he 2016 election he was super polarizing and I think a lot of people I feel like a lot of people were drawn to him just because he was like no filter he wasn't it was like he wasn't hiding anything you know what you what you saw is what you got yeah I think people love that the yeah. transparency the same way people love the Twitter files you know what I mean yeah. like they love to see these things that for the longest time they had absolutely no idea what was really happening now they're seeing someone who Like is transparent and also the reason I think a lot of political figures didn't like him is because he was he did he did what he wanted to do he didn't there was he didn't have like some kind of agenda at least it seemed that way I guess you don't really know right and I'm not saying he was a great president I'm just saying like I think that that's part of the reason why a lot of people really didn't like him is because there was he would push he wouldn't push agendas that he didn't agree with. You know what I mean? So do you think he should, he should, um, be prosecuted for what happened on January 6th? I don't think he's guilty of it. I think he, I don't think his hands are completely clean though. Like I said, like he was very aware of what was going on and his handling of the situation wasn't great. It was kind of like, Oh, come on. All right, guys, that's enough. Come on, stop. Um, it's like the when they ask him to condemn white supremacists and he says, uh, stand down and stand by or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you would have just said, stand down or... The stand by was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It was a similar thing, right? Because it was like, oh, like these are good people and... There's good people on both sides. Yeah, which... But I mean, like the QAnon thing, like those people, they're, it's like they're lost, right? But were they good people at, like if you, if you're, if you're Q, you're automatically a bad person. Is that accurate? No, I don't think that's true. I think you're just susceptible to something bad. Does that make cult members a bad, like bad people? So are there good people on both sides? <laughs> there are in QAnon, there are people that had lost their way that were yeah. fundamentally good people, yes. Like are they, like they and I, well. I can't say the same about like a white supremacy group where you are choosing to believe this way. I, I think that I, I think that there are people that get lost in other things on the internet that just don't have as much ramification as QAnon. Like, like, um, like being addicted to, um, 
I don't know. It's a vice. Is it, is it like a vice? Mm, I guess in a in a sense, or an addiction kind of is. It's, it's like, like alcoholism. A it's like a, it's cult. a cult. It's like a cult. Were the people in Charles Manson's cult not Charles Manson? Were the people in his cult like root deeply rooted evil people, or were they controlled? You know what They're I mean? Just easily influenced. Right? Yeah, that doesn't make them a terrible person. It just did they do terrible things? Yes. Did they deserve to be? Like, you know, did they deserve to have consequences for their actions? Yeah, the same way with QAnon. But that doesn't make them, everyone in it, fundamentally bad. There probably are fundamentally bad people in QAnon. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i not, this is not me um, comparing QAnon to the primary parties. Right. But, I mean, there are people who are heavily influenced by um, high members in each party but they're not bad people per se. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just because you're heavily influenced by something, I don't think it means you're a bad person. I guess it just sort of depends what it is you're being. I don't know. It's tricky. There, it is tricky. And, but I think a poll like polarizing in, in, in anything is bad, especially in politics, whether it's left or far, like super far right or super far left. You begin to say things that just don't make any fucking sense, you know? And like, but to you, it's like fact. And, like, it freaks you out that more people aren't seeing it that way. You need to, it's time to take a step back. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think that's, I think that goes both ways. I think there's people that are, I think the vast majority of people you talk to fall in somewhere in the center, right? You know, pretty much everybody. Not everybody, but the vast majority. Um. And I don't mean that necessarily like you have to agree with ideals on both sides. Like you can agree with all ideals of one side and none of the other, but you're still not there. You know what I mean? Like you can be a full on Republican that hates every Democratic viewpoint, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're in QAnon. You know what I mean? No, I agree with that. I still feel like, I still feel like you can consider that somewhere in the center. Yeah. Just farther out. But yeah, I don't know. Falling too far into anything is not a good idea. Right. QAnon's no exception. I was just, I was just going to say, one thing I did find interesting was that the J6 committee had subpoenaed Trump like a week and a half or two weeks ago. And then like three days ago, they pulled the subpoena yeah. back. I was, I was just wondering... I'm not exactly sure why. I just thought it was interesting, right? Yeah, it is interesting. Because when the whole... I mean, I feel like the last two months... Because they... From my understanding, they had to hit a deadline. There was a deadline for the committee. And I think it, it sounded like it was like the, this new year, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but I just felt like I saw major news networks constantly reporting news from the J6 committee and talking about the subpoena that was out for Trump and everything. And then once they pulled it back, you didn't hear anything about it. So maybe that's why I don't, I don't really know the details behind that. I just thought it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. I, I, it was pretty interesting. And then his, um, I think his tax documents or tax write off, whatever. Yeah. What do you call that? Um, just his tax returns. Yeah. His tax returns came out like, two days after the subpoena got revoked or whatever. So yeah. I also thought that was interesting, but I don't know. It's a lot to unpack. It is a lot to unpack and stuff like that. There's so many, it's happening. It's happening so far above our head that 
I have like it's yeah. it's impossible to really know. It's right? like by the time by the time we hear what's going on, they're they're already on to they've already finished two or three other discussions and they're on to something that yeah. we'll hear about in another week or something yeah. like that, you know? It is just it there's so many it's such a trickle down to the point that it gets to our ears. But Because they control what we hear. Fact. Right? I mean we saw it with the Twitter files. Yeah. I, I don't know. Crazy man, Twitter being transparent is a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I think if you don't think that that's a good thing, there's you have like you need to really relook, like rethink how you think about things. And I don't like to call people wrong and say that I'm right, but me it's neither. Like, if you if you disagree with a a big huge company like that being transparent, then it's like if you think it's pushing one certain agenda, like I think you're starting to get a little lost. Hmm. I agree. So I know a few weeks ago, or a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about um, like sports gambling with the UFC and everything. Um, but did you hear about uh, Dana White was in the news? I think it came out yesterday about some domestic yeah, violence. Yeah, he. There's a video of him like smacking his wife or something. Not good. No, not good. I didn't. I'm trying to pull it up. I think I'm trying to find a video. of yeah, I heard there's a video. I didn't see it, but um, I I heard that um, they were in. They they might have been in another country or Puerto Rico or something. Some uh, Cabo. They were in Cabo, and it was they. It was Dana, his wife, and I think his kids were around. They might have not been with him when it happened, but um, I heard she put she hit him, slapped him, or something, and then he put hands on her back. I see you. You're watching the video right now. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Ooh. He hit her like two or three times. Oh no, bro. This is really bad. This is worse than I thought it was. Yikes. Um. Anyway, <coughs> I'm probably not gonna watch that anymore. Uh. Yeah. It looks like she hits him. Well, he he does something or says something to piss her off because she looks very upset, and then mm-hmm. she turns and hits him, and then he hits her back. Um, and they're in a club or something? Or yeah, a bar? they're at a club. So they're in public. And, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Not good at all. Especially for you to be like... I I, I feel like I've heard UFC is... This sounds kind of shitty, but... Because it almost makes it sound like it happens a lot, but... I feel like UFC has a zero tolerance for stuff like that when it happens with their fighters. They're pretty quick to... Get them out the paint more so than other sports leagues. You mean? Yeah, yeah. I I don't. Is that? I I, I actually can't say if I know that that's true or not. But um, I I had heard that. But yeah, that, that not a good look, man. It's not. It's really bad. It's really bad. I mean, his quote after is "There's no excuse," which I mean that's true. But it's like. Well, it's also he got to go on TMZ and and give out like this um, prepared apology right. speech and stuff like that, which I think is kind of goofy because I feel like for most people you're not giving them that. I wouldn't call it a privilege of coming on and making a statement, but like that's just money, right? I mean, if you have it must, that much it had money, to be, right? Yeah, he paid him off so he could come on and do that. That's Apologize. not like a yeah. Like if you're no, a normal that. person, that happens. There's no chance of that of you getting an apology like that. But well, not even normal. Like if you're you can be an A-list celebrity and that's not happening. Yeah, I guess it's just... Or, or like, 
one of the best players at any professional sport, and that's not right. happening. Right. I mean, well, I guess it's, I guess it's some kind of. I mean, it's money, right? That's the only thing that makes any sense. So it's, I guess, it's just some kind of balance of do do we think that if we just run with this, we'll make more money, or do we think we'll get more clicks if we have him on to do an apology? Because they've already put out. I mean, they broke the they broke the video, so they're already making money on that. I mean, right. But it's like, do we make more money from just running with it or letting him come on? They're making which, more money with him coming yeah, on. Yeah, which is fucked up. Because once the story's decided, out, it has to be. Has yeah, to his decided. his apology doesn't really mean that much. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of the, it's like checking a box almost, right? Because he has to do it. He can't not apologize, but it's like, how much does it even really mean? Now your kids have to grow up and have that be a part of their life. And I don't know how old his kids are or whatever, but if you're in high school or something and people It's just scary because it's like up. if that's something that can happen in public, like it has probably happened in private before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Not that it's ever okay, ever, but right. if it's happening in public, it has definitely happened before. I mean, I guess that's, I shouldn't say that definitely because it's speculation, but it seems that way. I just think it's, I mean, he's a, he's pretty jacked too. I just, and that, even if he wasn't, I still don't, you're just, it's not right for a man to put his hands on a woman like that. Um, but to be that big, I just don't even know why you think that would be okay. Right, I just don't. I it's like that. It's I just too fight or flight to me. Like it's it's like an anger management thing that if you get hit in the face, you have to hit per, like if person A hits you in the face, you have to hit them back. Like that should not be your automatic. Yeah, if, if it's another, if it's a guy swinging on me, I just. I but you have imagine. to be able to make that distinction, right? If it's the right time to hit back, or if it's not. But I just feel like if you're, it's like you don't even have that thought process. You're just like. I got hit in the face. I'm going to hit them back, which is not a good way to be. <laughs> I mean, it's your fucking wife of 26 years, dude. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And even him going, I think in the video, he'd said like he and his wife have talked about it and they're like, they're cool now or whatever. But like, I mean, I get, I guess as cool as maybe you can be, but if it's your, I mean, if that's y'all's, lifestyle and that may I mean like you said if it happened in public there's a decent chance it's a higher it's chance yeah. it's happening in private because yeah. you can't just assume it happens in private but if you see it in a public space like that yeah I don't know I guess all you can really hope for is that they it was a one time thing but it's hard to think that way and it doesn't make it excusable it's just the I guess the best situation at this point. If you saw something like that happening, what are you doing? Like you're you're a bystander. Like you're 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 15 feet away from something like that. Happening. I don't know. I I've never been in that situation, so I don't know. But I'd like to think I would say something. But at the same time, like I don't know if I really like. I like to think like my morals would tell me to say something in that situation but I don't know it would be more like I think if it it really was I would kind of wait till the situation had calmed down a little bit and then maybe make sure that everybody was okay as opposed to like jumping in right then because it's like what all is that really gonna do but I guess it's your morals would kind of your almost instincts would 
kick in, right? If somebody's doing something wrong that you would want to step in and do something about it, but it's hard for it's hard for me to actually say. I know thinking about it right now, I know I would have a hard time seeing that and not doing something about it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I've heard of and seen situations where I guess I haven't seen I've heard of situations where somebody has tried to interfere and something like that um, ends up getting in a fight with the dude the girl um, even though she was being abused she'll sort of retract what happened and then the person who steps in ends up getting in trouble and being being the bad guy and next thing you know those two are back in bed that night watching Netflix and you're entertainment for sticking up you know it, it is it's it's tough um, it's tough because, yeah, I guess that's kind of the thing, you, the mental thing you have to do with yourself is be like, is me jumping in right now going to solve anything? Like, is that going to solve what happened? Do you know what I mean? And if it's the answer is no, then it's like, it's, well, it still might be hard not to because you, your gut instinct is like, well, that was fucked up. And I don't like I, that. Doesn't, that doesn't fly with me. It's just hard to tell if it's really going to do anything to help the situation or not. And then in situations, did you hear about uh, Gervonta Davis? No. He had a domestic thing pop up okay. last week. Um, his uh, TMZ had the, the audio call. His The mother of his child called the police saying she was worried he was going to kill her and stuff like that. He ends up being booked. And then a couple days later, she comes out. Or no, a couple days later, he's free. And post a picture of a toothbrush, his toothbrush. The mother of his kid took the toothbrush and put like baby feces on it. And he was saying that that sort of led to the altercation. And then she comes out like a day later saying that it was all blown out of proportion and she wasn't actually worried for her life and stuff like that. And then it gets real messy, but that sort of goes to the situation. Like if you saw that happening, you saw something happening and you try to step in. The dude could be tweaked out too. He could next. He could come at you with a switchblade or something. You know what you I'm know, saying? Yeah. Like, it's a wobbler, man. It is a wobbler. Yeah, I, I don't know. Guys, guys shouldn't be putting hands on women, though. If you ask me, it's regardless just, of the situation, it's just yeah. The, Especially if you you're a big motherfucker. I yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's scary because it's a a 26-year marriage that that's how you solved a conflict. It wasn't like you should be able to talk things out no matter what fucking level of. Because, like, I get if you're really, really fucked up, like, emotions flaring, but you you, got to be able to handle it. But, yeah, I'm with you. It's fucked up. So, disavow Dana White on this podcast. Yeah, I'm not rocking with him. Yeah, he can't come on and apologize. We won't let him on to apologize here. I'm not. I'm not placing any bets either. Would you? Would you be pissed off if? Let me reword that. Does your house have? Your house has. How many levels is your house? Not including your basement. I have a basement, and I have an. Upstairs, like I have a, a basement main level, have a main level, but there's not stairs going up from the main level. Correct. Okay. If there were, would you be okay if they were carpeted or not? Would you be okay if they were carpeted? 
How do you feel about carpeted stairs? I guess is the root question. Are they completely this. carpeted, or are they like mm-hmm. halfway house carpeted? No, like the the stairs are carpeted completely. Yes. Is that flying with you, or are you ripping that shit out? I don't like it. Okay. But I grew I grew up with stairs that were that had no carpet. So, mm-hmm. what about you? I don't know. I, me and uh, me and Logan had this conversation. There's like almost something cozy about it. Like you're entering out of the main space into like the living, like the bedroom space. Because I do enjoy like I feel like carpet in a bedroom is like, like I that's like like when we had in college like I, I would not want that flooring set up in my like forever home. Yeah. Everything else about that house, I probably would want, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, but um, the the flooring setup, because like I feel like carpet in a bedroom makes everything feel so much cozier. I'd be cool with stairs up, like once you get to the top of the stairs, it's carpet, like it'll transition. But mm. I don't want my stairs to be carpeted. Um, yeah, because it does look a little silly at the bottom. Like it looks a little silly going up, but I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, when I was younger, I had I had a carpeted bedroom, but I think when I turned like twelve or something, hardwood floor. Okay, so you okay, so you didn't have it. I when I was young. I just majority, said I had it when I was right, younger. Right, but but for the majority of your, I guess that's not the majority. I guess it's like the majority was carpeted. The majority of my childhood was majority carpeted, of your childhood. Hmm. From from zero to twelve. Probably maybe maybe thirteen. I switched rooms so fucking much when I was a kid because I needed a TV to sleep. <laughs> like I would just like I like wouldn't sleep in my room, so I would just sleep in our like I guess extra office space that had a day bed in it, just because there was a TV in there. And then I would like switch back because I was like I don't need a TV anymore. And then like two nights later, I'd be back in the office. Well, we, so I know we talked about the Michael Jackson DVD. Was that when that burned up, were you still watching TV? Like what? Like what would you have on? Or would it just be like the light of the TV that would sort of make it easier to go? To sleep? No, well, I mean the Michael Jackson thing was what I would watch. No, I'm saying when that burnt up. Oh, after it burnt yeah. up. I don't remember. That's a great question. Um, or was that just the end of an era? You were just like, no, what? I, I don't need it anymore. I mean, it definitely was a little bit of a wake up call. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, man, you're you're probably a little bit too old to be fucking burning DVDs in a machine but mm, that is a great question because I didn't have cable at least I don't think I did would you would you be cool with your your kids having TVs in their room yeah for sure for sure what's like the earliest age you'd let them have it mm, full on TV I don't know like not super young. I mean, I, I guess I don't really care, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want them... It would have to be, like, pretty regulated in the sense, like, of time, not, like, programming. Because, I mean, I mean that too. But, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, you know, I wouldn't want them up all night. But, I, I, I mean, I can't get upset with my child if they can't sleep without a TV because I couldn't sleep without a TV when I was a kid. So it's like... Yeah, but it's got to start from somewhere, right? What do you mean? That need? You're not just yeah. No, because I would, I would, 
I always needed. But if you didn't know what a TV was, you wouldn't need a TV to go to sleep. Is my point right? So you, it was. Well, it I mean, to I, but you're going to know what it is it. regardless. I mean, there's going to be a TV in my house, no matter how young my kids are. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying, like, if you're, oh, if you've never, they, had they have to, to be sleep. exposed to falling asleep in front of a TV, right? Okay, yeah, and yeah. I, that doesn't count when they're. Well, I wouldn't think it would matter if you were a baby and you were doing it. I would think it'd be a little different than if you were like four years old and yeah. doing it. But how? I mean, I think I would try to get my kids to sleep with like either music or like a noise machine, like ideally, because like I feel like that's better for your quality of sleep. But I had music when I was little. I did too, but I it didn't like work. Tape. What'd you listen to? Do you remember? I can't remember. Um, there was this one song. I think it was on the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Because you know how they had songs in the movie? Yeah. I think it was one of the songs from there. But it was like a cover in the movie. It wasn't like an OG Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It wasn't song. like one of the songs that Oompa Loompa sang. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was like something about close your eyes and you'll see... A world of something. Oh, okay. I think that yeah. was one of the songs. Okay, but I had like seven tracks on there. Damn, I had. I'm about to throw some of the shit I used to listen to on the playlist next week. Oh, I'm doing it too because I had. A, I know I had a CD that I only liked the first three songs on. So shout out my mom for doing this because I I don't think I would be doing shit like this for my kid. I like she would just sit in my room and just like loop it back to the first three songs and then when the three songs were over she would start it back from the beginning that's fire yeah I think my mom did something similar yeah that's like very nice <laughs> it's like that's a pain in the ass now it'd be easy to put that shit on like a looped playlist on Spotify so fire that's real yeah real one but yeah I'm trying to put those three songs on the playlist next week go ahead well so wait I don't think I didn't have a TV in my room until I was like a sophomore in high school I think Oh, yeah, mine was way, way before that. Maybe a freshman in high school. Yeah, I... I'm trying to think, because at first I think I just moved into the other room. I'm trying to get the timeline right. Um, I want to say I burned the DVD in my... That was in my original room. And then I moved into the other room after that. I don't know. There was a time where my room was just completely unused because I wouldn't sleep in there. So That's I crazy. sleep in the, in the main room because I had a TV in there, even though the bed was like so fucking uncomfortable. That's crazy. You got two rooms. Yeah. That's I better mean, living. Swag. That's better living, bro. <laughs> well, and also, but the... How the, late were you staying up? Uh, the problem with the, the it, though, was the main, like the office day bed area my sister would come in and go on fucking like AO like AIM uh, the message yeah, 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 yeah so she would just be in there fucking like fire like, keyboard warrior yeah but fire so that would made it kind of a little weird but then she would just leave when it got <laughs> late but that did make it a little weird another thing I used to do when I would sleep is I would have to set up a completely separate bed on the floor because I would just wake up on the floor every morning. <laughs> Bro, that is crazy. <laughs> I got to say, from living with you for two or three years... I shared a room for 
Yeah, you Which, didn't do any of that weird shit then, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I slept with headphones every night. That's true. I slept but, like because I'm so I still had a little bit of that. Not yeah. that that's weird, but I still had a little bit of that. Like I think I a lot of that. people do that. Yeah, I know. Well, when I was in high school, sometimes I'd fall asleep with my phone playing music, yeah. which I know probably is not good, especially being that young. But and having like an electronic device by your head when you're asleep can't be great, right? I don't know. I mean, I slept with headphones literally every single night. That's crazy. When we were freshmen. And I mean, I still, we still have a TV before bed now. Um, and like, if I wake up in the middle of the night and it's off, I'll turn it back on. Cause it's like, I like it. I like the sound and the light. So that's so wild. We don't have a TV. Well, we have a TV in our room, but it goes off at nighttime. No, we don't, we don't use it. Right. We haven't turned it on since we've lived there. Really? It was sort of, it was there once we gotcha. And then, um, yeah, we don't, we don't watch a whole lot of TV besides like watching some Netflix shows, but yeah. We watch a good amount. We do watch a good amount of TV. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. TV before bed, it's like, I can, I don't need it now. Like, I can, if I'm in a situation where that's not an option, like, I can just fall asleep. But, I mean, it is hard. Like, it's still hard for me. Like, I still need, like, something. Like, if if I end up, like, if I spend the night at a friend's house or something and I don't have like headphones like I don't get as good of a sleep as if I because I usually just pack them with me so I can pretty much sleep anywhere with headphones in yeah I'm curious to see how much of our audience has like if they have the same kind of thing you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. if, any, if, if any of you guys have um, like a bedtime ritual like that or yeah bedtime ritual or any like sleeping aid that you absolutely can't sleep without I'd we'd definitely be curious to know yeah maybe, maybe we'll throw a poll up or something some yeah. kind of or like an like a question and answer thing. Yeah, that, that'd be fire. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. What? So, a, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, what about? Um, I know I was asking about like TVs for your kids. What about cell phones? What's the age for cell? Phone? I got. I think I first got a cell phone when I was in uh, seventh grade. So I guess I was like, was that like thirteen? I would probably give my kid a, a very bare bones cell phone, or as early as I really thought they could handle it. Um, and when I say handle, I just mean just not fucking losing it because like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm already pretty paranoid about like the outside world. And like when I have a child, I feel like I'm going to be like a fucking wreck about that shit. So just something that can like make calls. But as far as like a more of like a true, like a smartphone, I guess middle school. Yeah, I guess. Or like a cell phone to like more of like so they can actually interact with other people. Um, because it's like I don't know, that's when I had one, so it's like and I'm I feel like I feel like it's gonna be harder. Like I feel like the age is getting younger and younger where like every all your friends have one, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna try to refute that as long as possible. Cause it's not I it's not good. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. I don't, I don't really care how you spin it. It, it can't. It can't be good. But I mean, the, I I also don't want to take away things from them. Yeah. That, because I mean, it's not their fault that they're living in a time where like, like it's like having social media and stuff. Like I, if I it was up to me, I I wouldn't let my kids have social media <laughs> until right. they were like eighteen. But it's like, I can't take that away from them knowing that they would 
But at the same time, knowing what you know now about how, I mean, I just, I just, by the time we have kids and by the time that age comes where you're having that, you're having to make that decision about whether or not you're going to let them have a, a smartphone at whatever age, it's mm-hmm. like, you might be thinking you're going to be taking stuff away by not letting them have it. But think about, think about the knowledge that, that they're not aware of. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you, if, if you were to hold that phone for a few more years versus giving it to them and then years down the line, they have severe mental health issues from social media and they're like, you knew about this shit and you enabled me when I was 15 years old. Like, yeah, that's fair. Because even though like what you think you could be keeping them, keeping from them by not giving them a phone, you could be indirectly taking things from them by giving them that phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty insightful. I guess I didn't really think about it that that's way. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's pretty... I don't, I don't think that's... I think that's pretty insightful. But it is tricky because you don't like, want them to be non-social. Also, yeah, I, I also feel like I would be able to almost teach them how to use... Like, like the, bad, the bad parts of things like that. Because, like, I feel like if I can see through it, then I'd be able to kind of pass that knowledge on to them. You know what I mean? Like, I would be able to... But it's hard because they're a child. And it's like that that shit is really fucking terrifying. Like what some kids like go through. And I think like a lot of kids get really lost in that world, you know, and then they end up more susceptible to like shitty things happening to them. Like, cause you just get lost in the social media world. Cause it is like, I feel like it'll, it'll, it'll take you in, especially like the younger you are. Like, it's like very like, the one thing that I think would be tough about trying to convey to them the negatives about it is, at least for me, and I feel like I can speak for a lot of people when I say this, is when you're a kid and you're told not to do something, right? you want to right. do it, right? Yeah. Because it, yeah. when you somebody tells me I, that I can't do something that I've never done or seen before, my curiosity is peaked you know mm-hmm. what i mean i want to find out right what is it what is what it? is it what's mm-hmm. bad about it what's wrong with it and different things like that so i'm not i'm definitely not looking forward <laughs> yeah it's, that, like, it's that. like that that mental fucking battle is like and just and it's also funny to think about that because of like you're gonna have like 13 years of mental battles like that before like you even get to that point and you're just still like fuck <laughs> yeah and then eventually i mean they're gonna get to the point where you can tell them whatever and they can just say you can't tell me shit. You know what I mean? They're gonna right. they're gonna live. I mean, you can only steer the ship as much as as much as you can. As much as the current lets you. You feel me? Like, I don't know, bro. It's tricky. I'm looking forward to having kids, but at the same time, there's some things I'm just gonna have to cross that bridge when I get to. Yeah, it, you know? and you'll know. I think that's part of like you'll. I mean, you won't know, but you'll just do something. You'll just pick, and it'll be okay. You know what I mean? Like. I feel like you'll know more than maybe even you think you'd know in that moment. You still will feel like, cause I don't think there's ever a time where you're going to be like, okay, yeah, like I figured this shit out. Like I, I know what to do in life. Like I feel like that's almost how they made it seem when you were like going through co- like school and shit, like maybe not even college. Like when you're going through high school, like someday like you would have a job and things would just make sense. But it's like, that's just not like there's never a, age or something where you just like wake up and you're like okay life just makes sense now and I feel like the sooner you can realize that the the sooner you can like learn to 
enjoy what's going on around you and and stuff and you should always look towards the future and plan for the future but not lose that moment but we've talked about that already a few times plus who knows what the world's going to look like in 17 years yeah you know what i mean when our kids are in that that teenage stage assuming yeah fucking metaverse i could be i mean or some shit could really get shaken up in the next five like nobody knows what uh uh-huh the next five to ten years could hold yeah we're at a really weird time it's pretty fucking anxiety inducing to think about for too long like if you really like just sit and think like how much has developed and changed in the last 10 years and then like going forward and there i mean there could be something that sets us back Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there could be there could be a whole a whole restart yeah it could be anything who knows but um i'm curious if we've got any any parents listening to the podcast, I would love to hear your guys' input too on, on how, whether how old your kids are, if, if they're our age and you had to have that same thought process on when you were going to let them have phones, when they would come home and say, Oh, so-and-so has a phone now. Can I have a phone and shit like that? So definitely be interested in it. It's also, I feel like it's so crazy for like our parents because it was like, that was not a thing at all when they were a kid. So it's like, fuck no. Like we, we didn't have that shit, but now it's like, well, I did have that shit then, but I don't know if I want you. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, it went from, well, I didn't have it, so you don't need it, to being like, I had it and it didn't go great. So <laughs> maybe, or like my friends had it and it was not great. So yeah. they will hold off. But yeah, I don't know. Did you hear about, um, or did you see the Tom Brady photos? He posted with his son? No. Okay. Do a little quick Google machine. Yeah, do a, do a little riff. While I- um, so, Tom Brady, I think it was like yesterday or a couple of days ago now. He was hanging out by the pool with his son. Um, and he went, he posted a photo. He, I think he was sitting on this chair with his son on his lap or something. This? Yeah. And um, it went viral. People were... It's kind of weird. People were like sexualizing the father-son relationship, which I think is kind of out of pocket. Um, but also, I just thought it was a weird photo f- for him to post to like put out there, you know? I feel like Tom Brady is just kind of a weird guy, you know? Yeah. Like, I do think it's fucked up how people just like shit all over him because he like loves his kids. See, you know? and it's that's like- what I think is messed up too. In a world where fathers. No, I won't say fathers overall, but it's weird that like people are shitting on people for having a strong relationship with their kids. I think that's weird. This is kind of something I wanted to to talk about in a broader sense is like, I think the world right now is so fucking cynical and like, it's just so fucking cool to just hate shit and it's not cool to enjoy doing something or to enjoy like anything. And like, I feel like this is a kind of a good example because it's like, yeah, is it sort of a cringy picture? Yeah, like, I don't think I would post it personally, but it's like, you can't shit on a guy because he loves his kid, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, I, I just think it's like, in general, like, and that that's a scary thing, right? That it's like, it's becoming uncool to like something, you know? Like, it's cool to just, like, not give a fuck about anything, or... Do you know what I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you're saying. I just think it's like a it's like a worldwide, maybe not worldwide, but a countrywide problem. That it's like it's a plague. It is, and it's like 
it's so shitty to just like be cynical all the fucking time. And then you make people feel bad because they enjoy things. You know what I mean? Like, like just as like, if someone's like super passionate about something, you make them feel like shit. It's like, Oh, whoa. Hey, calm down, man. Or like, Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. Your favorite artist is Drake. So is everybody's, but it's like, you can't shit on people for liking things. You know what I mean? And, I've definitely been like that in the past and I still probably do it from time to time, but I try not to, you know, like I feel like it's just not a, it's not a good trend to just hate, hate when people like shit, you know, or like think it's cool to just hate everything and be like unexcited by anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I won't even, I'll even say it's not even hate everything. It's, it's, Oh, you need to, if you don't love this, you're, you're this or you're this, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's certain things that you're, that you have to love. And if you don't, it's not, you know, it's not good. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a weird, it's like the world. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's because part of that, it too. The photo of a father and a son is getting, is viral neg- for a negative reason. Right. And then you've got other stuff that gets promoted Right. I don't know. I guess that's part of it. I, I just think it's like it's like a phenomenon right now to just also and I, I think this I actually heard this on uh Lex Friedman. Shout out Michael Malice. They he does he's like kinda like his Duncan Trussell, like he comes on and does like four hour podcasts mm-hmm. with him all the time. Um He was saying like at the same time like and this kinda is also in our touches on like more of our space and like the creator space is like there's this idea that you either have to be a fucking like mega celebrity or that it's a like it's fucking useless you know what I mean like I feel like it's like a thing to just shit on people who aren't who are doing something and it's like not like we're not we're not Joe Rogan we're never gonna be Joe Rogan you know what I mean like that's not what this but I, I feel like there's a large amount of people, not in our direct group, but there's just a large amount of people out there who would look at something like this and be like, well, that's just a fucking, that's a failure. And there's no fucking reason to do something like that because what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just, I think that's a scary way of looking at life. And the more people that think that way, the less good things that are going to happen. You know what I mean? I guess that was a little bit of a tangent, but. Did you follow me? Yeah, no, touching on that, like, touching on Rogan again. He, I mean, he's said hundreds of times how when he first started it, he didn't know it was going to turn into what it right. was. And it was just started with him literally just having bullshit conversations. Like, it's it's kind of funny if you go back and look at, like, his first few episodes and what it yeah. was. It's like, it's it's a completely different thing now. And I think, I think things that, I think for the most part, things that are successful usually come from a place of um, being organic and not necessarily like chasing the metrics, you know? Right. I mean? And I think the, I think like the more people who think in the cynical way of like, Oh, what's the fucking point of that? Or like, that's stupid that you're doing that. The more people are just going to try to do things just to chase the metric and not do it organically and genuinely. Right. Like there was a, there was times where I was worried about doing this because I was like worried that people were going to fucking be like, Oh, you have a fucking podcast, man. That's like, that's sick. But it's like, I fucking like it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't even give a shit if you're, 
my new like I'm starting to think like if you think that way about anything then it's like you're fucking you're holding the whole like society back I feel like because it's like you just want to be cynical and think that everything's shitty all the time well in, in this year I mean we're sharpening our conversational skills we're sharpening our critical thinking skills to an extent I, I just feel like in situations like that it's popular for people to shit on things because they can't see themselves doing it. And just right. because they can't see themselves doing it, they don't think it's right for anybody else to do it. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's, we're doing it for fun. It's yeah. like, and the same is true for people who like make music. You know what I mean? Like, it's like people, they like try to put shit out there and people are like, well, this is so fucking stupid. Like, this is so cringy. Like, what's the fucking point you idiot? But it's like, Maybe they just fucking like it. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. they're, maybe they don't, they're not trying to be a fucking billionaire, multi-million platinum artist, you know, and maybe we're not trying to be Joe Rogan. It's just like, I think that is like kind of a way of thinking that is gaining more pop, is is more popular now than maybe it used to be, which is not good. No, I would agree with that. And at the, to the same, to the same note, it's, it's like, um, what else could we be doing with our free time? Or like, I just talk about us specifically because you brought the podcast. It's like the fact that people are channeling their energy to do something like this versus um, being violent in any way, doing drugs, like or just channeling your energy to just shit on other people. That's what I'm saying. Stuff like this, it's like, what's the, what are you adding? Like, or or I mean, looping it back to what we started talking about freaking getting hooked on cue and stuff like that like there's so much it's just it's just crazy people can shit on people for doing stuff that they like to do it's and it's not harming anybody you're not i'm not we're not committing any crime yeah we're not harming anybody we're just having a conversation so i I, yeah i i mean this is like very like fuck the haters but we don't really have any so not us specifically i'm just saying like in general right it's scary to like think to see people thinking that way and i think this idea that there can there's no such thing as success unless you're a fucking you've completely topped everything and broke all the records like I just don't think that's a good way of looking at anything plus I think success is subjective yeah no exactly yeah exactly I think if you look at success in an objective way you're holding yourself back but I guess is what I'm saying is like if you listen to this and you were like this is cool I would probably do a podcast like fucking do it who who cares a shit if people yeah. fucking hate like nobody's like just do what you want to do and that goes for it it's not just making a podcast that's like anything like yeah. don't stop yourself from doing something or showing a side of yourself because you're worried that people are gonna shit on you for it like if you're fucking hyper passionate about a band like be that way you know what I mean like don't or if you're hyper passionate about anything don't let people be like hey man what, hey, fucking calm down or like hey chill out it's like yeah it's like fuck you yeah <laughs> like I like this and yeah. I want to share it's my it with life, people. you know and and you don't you don't know if you live your life worrying so much about what other people have to say or, or what they have to think about shit that you want to do you don't know when your final day could be so it's like I don't know. That would be a regret of mine if I had something that I had always wanted to try, didn't try, and never did it because I was worried about what people would think. Yeah. And then you just run out of time, you know? Yeah. It's just, yeah, I think it happens too much. So it's just like, just do it. Fuck it.
And a lot of the time, the people who maybe you think will make fun of you probably will not. No, because it's on, and it's cynical to think that that like a lot of people will do that. So it's like, right? I'm just trying to be less cynical. Cause yeah. it's like it's, I am a pretty cynical person, but it's just like it's just not cynicism doesn't fucking add anything to the world. It just makes nope. you miserable. Yeah, so. I I heard something today. I can't remember what it was, but they were saying, um, if you're not if you're not putting love into the world, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're making it. You're proactively making it worse by not doing that. Yeah. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go fucking around and like hug know. everybody. Yeah, or see. like or like fucking tell everyone like all this uplifting shit all yeah. the time. It's just like just don't be a dick. <laughs> just don't just don't have hate. Yeah. That's all I yeah. mean, that's all it re- that's all it really is. I mean, yeah. we started this topic by just saying how much people like shitting on people. It's like yeah. if if I don't know. Love more. That's all I gotta say about that. Fact. Um Do you have anything else? Um, yeah, I want to talk about the Green Day Lincoln Park thing. Okay, yeah, let's let's that can be our closing notes. So, um, do you know what a versus is? A versus battle? Yeah, yeah. So we, I mean, we we kind of you briefed me. So yeah. just like essentially a hit for hit. If you put two artists. artists X ten biggest songs versus artist Y's two biggest songs, like which one would get a better? reaction or yeah more votes it's sort of yeah from my understanding it's sort of it's a live event and you've got both artists there and so they're playing and performing oh songs. okay so and then you've got okay. a crowd there and you yeah. sort of judge like who wins that round so if it's 10 songs you'll have 10 rounds you sort of judge who would who wins the round based on the crowd's reaction and stuff like that and um i grew up listening to i was a green day was probably like one of the first rock bands i would i would say that i was listening to when I was younger. Um, and then my older brother, I know when he would drive me to drive me to school when he was in high school, he would have like Lincoln park on and the truck like that. And, uh, I would, I, that's sort of how I, I got, I got exposed to Lincoln park. And, um, I was listening to their debut album the other day and I, there were a lot of songs on there that maybe I just liked and they were sort of nostalgia for me. So I held them in a higher regard. Um, no slight to Green Day, but it just had me thinking. They're they're two different sort of genres. Like I feel like they both you can both you can put them under that umbrella of rock music, but they're it's different. Yeah, you know what for I mean. Sure. Yeah, it's not funny. It's but it can be grouped. It's not like yeah completely polar opposites. Right. So I was just thinking to myself how that would how that would play out a in versus a between those two in a world where those two bands would collide. Um, for me, it ha- it would have to be Green Day, right? Don't ask me. It's your answer. I mean, for me, it would have to be Green Day. And that's based off of, I feel like I just know more Green Day songs than Linkin Park, but I am i can't consider myself, I've never been a fan of either one. So I feel like my knowing more Green Day is just because I've heard them more, whether it be somebody playing it or just like the radio, because I can pretty confidently say I've never listened to an album all the way through by either of those artists. So I feel like I'm like a good example of someone who like is an outsider to their world. And I know a lot more Green Day songs than I do Linkin Park. So that could have just been my personal experience. Yeah, so you're slightly biased to to Green Day. But 
in reality, but you I'm not really don't have, you don't have yeah. a flag on either side. I'm not a fan of Green Day, so it's like <laughs> I, I I am not a fan. Uh, I just feel like I I don't know. That's that's what my answer ba- is based off of. Like just not being a fan of either, not listening to either on any regular basis ever, but knowing a lot more Green Day songs. So my so my thought process on that is um well. Anyways, I, I had the idea of it, and I threw a poll up on my um, my anonymous Twitter account, and I got two votes. One each. One each. So it's 50-50. <laughs> and that was a few days ago. And then today, I put, um, I threw I threw the same poll in um, this group chat I have with some friends from school. And uh, right now, Green Day is winning three to two. Oh, but it's still tight. So it's still tight. And so then I texted my brother, okay. who's 31 now, Okay, I believe. And um, he said, I said, I'm curious, who who do you think would win? He said Linkin Park for sure. For sure. So I, he's like... So he's, he's all in on Linkin Park. Putting his fucking nuts on the table and for he's, Linkin Park. I would say he's he's pretty well versed in that. Right. That's kind of his In those two world. fields. There um, was at one point. And I look at the album breakdown for Linkin Park and Green Day. I think Green Day has more classic albums, maybe. More albums that have... I think their albums, they have more notable album covers, I would say, Green Day does. Okay. Just because I feel like Green Day and... but I relate Green Day to Nirvana in a smaller extent to where you could see people wearing Green Day shirts versus people wearing uh, Linkin Park shirts. But doesn't that give them an advantage in this... In this scenario, if they're just two bands playing ten songs each for a group of people, wouldn't things like that give Green Day an upper hand? That and that's that's a point that that's a valid point to be made, right? And as I'm looking through the Lincoln Park albums, I'm seeing some other albums that I had sort of forgotten about. I'm on Spotify. I look at the breakdown of monthly listeners between the two. Lincoln Park. 26 million monthly listeners. 26, 26 million? 26 million, 101,398 monthly listeners. And for Green Day's monthly listeners, 21 million, 490,621. Oh, 26 million people listen to fucking Linkin Park every month? <laughs> what the fuck? You know where... <laughs> That's so many people. <laughs> right? It's only 14... It's only 14 million less than Kendrick Lamar, just to put that in perspective, um, which is uh, 14 millions, 40 and 26. I mean, you got a band that their lead singer passed away two yeah, years ago. Yeah. Their heyday was yeah. in the mid 2000s. So uh, to me, that says a lot. I mean, I guess it was they they touched a lot of people. <laughs> Seriously. Right, because I mean, they did make some pretty emotional stuff, right? They, so. I mean, Nirvana's got 24 million and Linkin Park has 26 million. And Nirvana, you, I mean, Nirvana has a bigger hold on uh, music culture than Linkin Park, I would say. Yeah, but do Kurt they? Cobain alone. But, nor, mm, yeah. I mean, think about it. Nirvana, Nirvana, but Nirvana feels like a... That it, damn smiley face, cuh. Right, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying Nirvana feels like they could have a larger fan base that may not use Spotify to Linkin Park. Oh, so you're going to use the NBA Youngboy conversation? No, I'm not. <laughs> With the YouTube streams. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it seems like that could be true. 
So all things considered, all things on the table now. Now that you know that they've got five million, more. five million more listeners, do you think that does that sway your opinion anymore? I'm just. I mean, well, I guess if this. So this is like a, in this hypothetical, it's like a live thing, right? So that has yeah. to be. That's part of it. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I mean, like they've got. It's a. We'll we'll say there's two stages that are like side by side. You've got, you've got stage on the right, stage on the left, and then you've got like a stage in the middle where like the host is or whatever, okay. the DJ is or whatever. You've got Linkin Park on one side, Green Day on the other side. They take turns playing songs, and the crowd just decides is, it. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. I just feel like Green Day has some songs that would just get the fucking people going. But you don't think Linkin Park? I mean, does? I think they do, but I just think, I, you all right. Again, this I'm not is just tell because you. I know more of the Green Day yeah, songs yeah. than Linkin Park. Like, if I was there, I know what where I would be, like, what part, who yeah. I would be cheering for. Because you got to remember, I guess Linkin I don't know, because Linkin Park might fucking blow me away with some shit. Well, you know that they did a uh, a collab album with Jay-Z. I did know that. I did know that. So, you got to think about Linkin Park. They're, so, would Linkin they're Park, ra- Linkin would Park is rap there? influenced, and rap is the biggest genre on the planet. Would so. Jay-Z be at the verses? If they did one of his songs, or one of the songs, I don't. That wouldn't be fair. He could be there, but I don't, he could, I don't think him performing wouldn't be fair. That kind of skews it, yeah. Because Green Day doesn't really have anything equal to that. Well, except for the unreleased Green Day Kanye West tape. <sighs> That's right. Um. No. Oh fuck. I don't know. I I think. It well, would, I mean, the I five million more kind of speaks for itself too. But you know, it's a lot closer than I would think. Because when you first asked, like. I like when you ask me that, I just say Green Day, and I'm like, "Are we really even talking about this?" But I guess that's just of my own ignorance of Lincoln Park. I like. I used to love fucking In the End when I was an edgy fucking thirteen year old. Yeah, I used to love that song. Banger. But that so that's my point. I I think it would be close. Um, and playing the other side with the monthly listener thing. I think Linkin Park gets more radio play because I think both those bands would get played on the same radio stations. And right. I, I, I hear Linkin Park more than I hear Green Day. Okay. Um, but that being said, that doesn't mean that just because they have more monthly listeners, they could just be listening to the, to four songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like it, I kind of go back to the t-shirt thing like. I feel like you're more likely to run into someone wearing a Green Day shirt than a Lincoln Park shirt, but that could just be because of the fucking artwork that they chose to do. That right. doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the music. So I guess that was also kind of part, like, I just feel like that's obviously this is not true given the listener numbers, but it's like if you asked a hundred people, family feud we asked a hundred people. If you asked a hundred people, like, do you know Green Day? Or what's your favorite Green Day song? And what's your favorite Linkin Park song? I think there would be, like my thought would be something, but there would be more people being like, I don't know any Linkin Park songs. But that's obviously not true. Bro, Transformers was huge for Linkin Park. Yeah, yeah. That. Because that's sort of, I mean, Linkin Park came up, I could be wrong, but they came up in like the mid, early mid 2000s. Their debut album was uh, in 2000, actually. Their debut album was in 2000? Yes. Where are they from? Uh, I know when I was younger, my brother had a, a burnt DVD that was a live show from Austin, Texas. Whoa. And and they were like, oh, they're from California. Um, 
but seeing the mosh pits and stuff like that was pretty crazy. But um, I don't know. Green Day is sort of nostalgic for me just because, like I said, that was one of the first quote-unquote rock bands that I was into. Um, and I just thought they were, when I was a kid, I thought they looked cool. Yeah, they're both, they're both like that. They're both from out there. Well, this Green Day is a little bit older. This is yeah. formed in 1987, so their yeah. first record was probably the 90s. Well, definitely the 90s. But when do you think they were at their peak? Right? Because, right, 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 right. I mean, they put out... American Idiot was 2004. That's when okay. I first listened to them. Yeah, I was be. five years old. And Dookie was 94. There's some songs on there. Nimrod, that was 97. There's some songs on there. Um, but then they had they put out that, that 21 Gun song in like 2014 or something. Yeah. And that damn. was a smash. That was being played everywhere. Right. And they're still putting out music, it looks like. What 21 was Guns latest, was 2010. What was their latest album? Their latest album... Well, they've, they've already put it... They put a single out in two, 2022, which it might have just been a, uh, a re-release, oh. but a demo version. Oh. Their last album... Oh, that's... 2021. And it Weren't was they a, just on tour? It was a BBC Sessions live. Weren't they just on tour? BBC Green Day? Session, yeah. I'm not sure. Damn. But anyways, just to wrap this up, because I, I think we're... Yeah, we are kind of going um, long, but this is what the people want. Yeah. Curious... If you guys have any input on this versus, I would love to hear it as well. Um, also, I, I kind of like, I think I think it'd be cool if maybe we did this. Oh, frequently. like a versus. Yeah, maybe yeah. something like this. Two two artists that maybe not like a Jay Z and Nas type thing, but one that is less talked about, right? Yeah, and we could throw some bigger names in there so that we know our our audience would know who we were talking about and knew some songs and stuff like that. Yeah, this is like, I think we're at a good tier though because like this is something that everybody knows but it's not one that would get talked about normally. And I I think it would, I think it'd be cool if, I don't know, I think, I'm not going to tell you what to listen to, I think it'd be cool if you because you said you'd never really listen to Linkin Park. No, I mean, I'd encourage you to check it out. Yeah. Just because their debut album was like, the songs you hear on the radio from them are from their debut album, which is crazy because that was 23 years ago. Yeah. Right? Greatest Green first Day. album of all time. Well, you want to close this out? Yeah. we Yeah. Yeah. It's not the greatest debut album of all time. I'm just going to say that. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in <laughs> to episode 12. <laughs> of the good fridays podcast january 6th edition yeah this was good i think we we did this good i was originally planning on like wearing all black and doing a full face mask kanye west type shit but maybe a different day i'll be on that type of time once we get video maybe yeah 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 yeah. gotta show the fit off okay thanks for listening we appreciate it Thank you to those who tuned into the live. We want to keep doing that before we record. Yeah, Instagram live. I think we're going to start maybe a few minutes, maybe five to ten minutes before we record. We're going to go on Instagram live and maybe take questions from you guys. or Yeah, and just bullshit or kind of see us bullshit around before we start the show. Or if you've got um, any topics you want to hear us chop it up about. Yeah, be yeah. A good time to throw them in for that. Um, but yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening and free everyone involved with January 6th free QAnon
Love you guys. Peace.